We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out bluewirepods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. Welcome back to another episode of Hard Reads, guys. It is TK Breezy here with Austin, along with special guest Alfred, and we are going to talk about quarantine series. And, of course, uh, the new, well, I guess the other topic, the new ARMS character being uh, confirmed for the next DLC, which, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people don't even know that ARMS existed, or maybe hey. they did, but they never played it. Hey. But, hey, look, it was a good, it was a solid game for, like, two weeks, man. Like, <laughs> like come on, minutes. dude, it, it had at least a month. It had at least two a month. Two weeks is come pretty on. generous. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 come on, no, dude, the ARMS saga happened literally, like, two months, three months after the game came out, and it was popping. And that was a bold move. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think the thing about Arm Saga is that like that's that's what killed the game, weirdly enough. Like after Arm Saga, like, that was the that was the pinnacle of Arms. So you're like, well, we've did it. <laughs> <laughs> we've held a successful Arm tournament. We can move back over to Smash. If uh, I can just rip the Band-Aid off on that, I'm actually kind of like, despite not liking Arms at all. Okay. I'm so excited for an Arms character because I think Damn. the character designs are hype, the music's sick, but the gameplay's ass. So it's kind of like when you remove the gameplay and put it in an engine that works, I- I'm hype about it. Yeah, I'm actually I'm very interested in seeing that too. So like, I, uh, It's an opinion. Like I understand people like it and I'm never going to bash people for liking things I dislike, but I, I just was not a fan of it. I think... The, the g- <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever, just go, just go. Now, come on, no. arms representative, no, no. please. please. I, no, but, listen, we need both... It's just okay. So listen, arms was fun. Right? Okay. Key, key, keyword was 
that that's the key word. It was super fun when I first played it in the first couple of months. I had so much fun playing that game. It eventually devolved into who made the second move. So you yeah. never wanted to swing. Yeah. So at a top, top level, not the greatest competitive game. But on a casual level, it's fun as hell. Okay, I, I'll give you that. I'll give it that. I, yeah, I, I heard it, like but I respect right it. Isn't it free right now on something? Like you can play yeah, it it's free, free right now. free until yeah. like April something. On the uh, Switch? Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow, that's crazy. All right. No, PS4, bro. I might get back in there. Arms 2! It's coming out. They're going to be like, coming out. bust your weed back out and let's get in. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that. The Arms arms 2 is coming, though. I feel like there's no... It definitely is. Like, out of nowhere, an Arms character. And even though, like, you know, there is other uh, games that have come out that don't really have uh, any promotion. Like, you know, Banjo came out, and there's no Banjo-Kazooie coming out again. But... In the direct, he even was like, "Yeah, y'all should go back and play that shit." So I could see him saying that, or "Hey, there's gonna be a new one coming soon." So you know, don't sleep. I, I think, uh, I think it could be a second one because especially like Banjo wasn't first party. Right. I think that's a big thing. Is like they want to include these third party characters with like Legacy mm-hmm. because I, I, I'm in the belief that like this is gonna be the last like Sakurai Smash Bros. So he's trying to go all out, and whatever happens next is gonna be like a, a younger developer director who's going to focus more on like modern ip so i feel like that's the reason in ultimate why we're getting all this k rule banjo simon like a lot of those characters would yeah. never exist if this ip of smash was created in today's day and age if right. it doesn't if it didn't stand for a legacy of video games i don't think any of those characters would get in and all nintendo first party characters um for dlc have typically promoted something um i think like Originally, when you have your uh, in Smash Four, your Mewtwo, Lucas, Roy, like those are just kind of like sure, whatever. And then they realize that you can actually chill these, and then we get a Corin, you know, mm-hmm. and then Bayonetta. But that's kind of like not Nintendo, but it essentially is at this point. It's yeah, second party. Yeah, well, Bayonetta three coming yeah. out, you know, saying we're one day Nintendo now. Eventually, yeah. like, yes. like that's actually like the, wasn't that, like the first trailer we saw for like fucking Switch, and like there's no yeah. other info. Metroid Prime Four. Metroid Prime Four. I was just about to bring that up. Like, oh <laughs> man, we still got that splash screen, Eventually, baby. The, the Switch XL is going to come out before that game comes out. So, or the yeah. Switch. Uh, I don't know. Switch Swap. I don't know what the fuck they would call it. The next, the next generation Switch, which is still going to play the same games. Switch you. I'm mean, switch it up. Yeah, I was about switch to say up. Switch you. <laughs> All right, so all right, before we get to the, the other topic, uh, best guess on what the character is that you think would actually make it in. Uh, I went with Ribbon Girl until everyone reminded me that Ribbon Girl's outfit, which really doesn't matter, but now I'm going, I'm still going to go with Ribbon Girl, but I would also be okay with Twin Tail. Um, I, I'm also in the Ribbon Girl camp because I feel like if you're going off promotional art, uh, she has been in an equal amount of promotional art as Spring Man. And also, even though that like the me costume debacle, it's gonna be interesting because one way or another, uh, a rule for deconfirmation is going to be invalidated with this release because mm-hmm. either Springman gets in and a sister he's can be in, um, Ribbon Girl gets in and me costumes can be promoted via DLC, or Twintel, Min Min, and Najara get in and then Spirits can be DLC. Mm. So like any one of those five characters get in, it's going to spark up a it's going to open a new door for other characters. Hey, I didn't even think but it's going to be by Bark. It's going to be by Bark. Oh, my God. That, that's a bold but, choice. Yeah. It's I think be- they're going to do some bullshit 
and <laughs> they're going to announce Arms Two, and then say, "Look at this new age spring man! Don't you want?" Oh to no! <laughs> And then the people who don't want arms in the game are going to be unhappy, and the people who do want arms in the game are going to be unhappy. Everyone wins, bro. Who, all right, who's who's the one character you wouldn't want in though? How about that? Uh, the robot. I think I think I'm gonna go with Mechanica. <laughs> I would not want to play know. against that. I don't know. I don't really care, honestly. Like, no. if I had to make a list of characters I wanted in the game, I don't really think arms would be. No, no, I mean, like, who of the arms character would you not? Yeah, yeah. Even then, like, I feel like they're all relatively equal to me. I don't really... Springman Robot. Oh, so the evil version of Springman. Springtron, whatever the hell his name is. Did you play story mode, like, a lot? I forgot all about that shit. (laughs) No, I I didn't. That was DLC. He's he's a playable character. Oh, true, true. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Honestly, I don't think I I made it that long. As I said, you know, it's about two weeks. (laughs) I feel He had that move that could, like, uh, get rid of punches that are coming his way. It was kind of bullcrap. Oh, yeah. Max Brass would be cool too. I think would be for him to make it in. But oh, I would be, love that actually. That'd be interesting. Uh, anyway, so given the bullcrap word, I got to know: is am I censored as well? No, no you can. Say I don't it. know why he said that okay. shit. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna censor myself for some reason. I don't really know why. We we usually uh, don't. Yeah, I say pretty much anything here. Regardless, man. All right, we're gonna move right, over right, to the, the next uh, subject. We got the quarantine series and mm-hmm. uh, the creator, or one half the I guess half of the quarantine series team. Yeah, uh, right here. So, uh, what I guess what sparked that outside of you know I know we're all quarantined for a reason, but what made sparked you to thinking like, hey, we should you know really make something happen while we're all locked away? Um, a, a few things, honestly. It's it. I would be lying if I said I would have my career right now if it wasn't if it wasn't for the Smash community. Double negative was weird there, but the Smash community gave me my career, and I recognize that. I gotta recognize that. Mm-hmm. So I've always wanted to give back, but I never really knew how to do it in a way that would feel natural and appropriate and realistic. I think that's the key word as well. And um, I got really lucky that during this quarantine with COVID going on and everything, I am able to continue my job as per usual. And I can still make the same amount of revenue, if not more, because more people are staying at home. Sponsors are pulling out of big companies like NBA and investing into like YouTube and stuff like that. So it's like, if anything... I the career that the people gave to me, I'm able to just do still like and nothing changed. And that's not true for the players who made money from events. It's not true for the commentators who had a cast for their money. It's not true for the tournament organizers who probably lost the most because they are now in the red because they had to cancel so many things for their events and then move it. And rescheduling is such a hassle. So We mainly wanted to, or I wanted to create a a tournament series that would last for about four months or so. And I was already talking to some people to make it happen. And then that exact same day, I was like the gears were turning, uh, Critical messaged me and said, hey, I want to do another tournament for like, because everyone's quarantined and everything. I said, I actually had this idea for Circuit, like I want to do a full tournament series. And then him and I just came together. We hammered out the, uh, the ideas. And we just, that, that's kind of it. We just wanted to give back to everyone who, in a way, has given to him. He's just a nice guy and wants to invest in the scene. He's always had an interest in. But for me, I definitely feel like I, I owe it to the community to do something like this. And that's kind of it. All right. I mean, that's, that's pretty dit, uh, dope. I mean, as I say, a lot, you, you hit a lot of points. A lot of us are kind of like, I'll say struggling, but we're obviously not making, well, I don't know about players, but from Would my you own like perspective. To be making more money. 
Yeah, from my own perspective, <laughs> yes. like, I definitely yes. lost a, a pretty huge uh, paycheck, mm-hmm. but luckily I still had, you know, the income coming in from my stream and yeah. other like little sponsors yeah. and venue ships and shit. So like I'm I'm fine in that aspect. But yeah, that, that you can definitely there's a missing piece. And like, okay. I feel like that's what you're got. You're trying to feel that's uh, our so, goal, at least. Yeah. 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 So um, I had a, my other question, I guess, was, you know, like it's a lot of money on the line. I think it's 10K, right? That's the yeah. top. Yeah, yeah, that, so, that was the first one. Where did that where did that uh, where did that come from? Like, uh, so I'm not going to lie. YouTube at this point, when you're in this like upper echelon, it does pay well. And Charlie and I kind of hammered out the details and we are looking into getting sponsors on board for the future tournaments, but the beginning tournaments is definitely out of our own pockets. We, um, we fronted the money. We decided we wanted to do maybe five or 10 K for the first tournament. And then we kind of talked around. Um, I know Charlie reached out to zero and zero put in, um, I think $1,200 and then Charlie and I split the rest. Mm-hmm. but um, that's that's where the money came from for the first one so that's about um 4400 i think roughly from both that's of us for the first super tournament. cool of you guys yeah um it's well it's it, it is cool but we are thinking of trying to figure out how we can put sponsors on this tournament to retroactively reimburse us so it's more of an investment uh, than yeah, like yeah, a okay. charitable donation to be honest but we're just trying to get the kickoff event isn't part of the circuit itself it's just it was a show match to get everyone's eyes on the tournament. Right. That's why we had all the top players and we had some top talent in terms of casting. And we didn't really have any other TOs because there's a 32 man bracket, so we could just knock it out ourselves. Okay. Uh, but we are going to start reaching out to other casters, to other I mean the players kind of enter on their own will, but we're gonna try and get other TOs to help per tournament and everything like that. And we're already talking to a lot of sponsors and we have a lot of interest in these tournaments and that that's kind of where the money's coming from really and so when you you say sponsors you mean like you know like basically like sponsor slides like you'll have like all right you know this tournament brought to you by like hyperx or this tournament brought to you by stuff like that yeah that that's kind of like typically what you see in like esport events but i think like since um uh critical and i like our youtube channels are like just they have a big flashy number by them right and like you can't you can't really act like, oh, that determines my worth. But to sponsors, it does. <laughs> so yeah. we kind of get to flex that number. And then we get these bigger sponsors. So I've never really done YouTube stuff before. Like, um, get, what's a random brand? Let's say Walmarts. Like, not mm-hmm. sponsoring anything, I can promise you. But it, people have come to us and they'll be like, what if you make game five of every set the walmart game like it's just these super tone deaf ideas but it's like they still are interested they just don't know how to integrate it and that's what we're trying to find that middle ground like we definitely talked to um, um a battery company and it was like what if you got everyone to play on wavebird controllers and we're just like no <laughs> Bro, i feel not. like the, the people at the top like, of the food chain in terms of money like a lot of yeah. them just invest in stuff that they know yeah. nothing about and they're like oh they trust they put so much trust in the people that are in charge of yeah. running it you know so in my experience you definitely have to strike that middle ground of what their brain makes sense of and how you can spin it you know yeah yeah i just uh yeah, I'm always I'm always a little wary about uh, sponsors that like are not really in the game space because yeah. like I mean they they can be in the game space in a way but like being in the game space 
for a competitive and being in the game space for casual is like a totally different thing. A casual person would definitely see a wave bird and be like, yo, I can play for my couch. Sick. Yeah. yeah but like, exactly. like a competitive <laughs> it's person a different would world. not see that. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's, I'll think about all those frames I'm not going to get. So. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of sports, esports, events, and games to wager on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit Bet Online website and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code Blue. Blue Wire, Bet Online, your online wagering experts. Another question about your your I guess your thoughts on uh the viability on Wi-Fi. Like I know yeah. that we're like we're stuck with Wi-Fi, obviously. Like mm-hmm. we're not gonna get it's not gonna get any better, but at the same time, we're all stuck at home. So to me, uh I feel like a lot of people I've seen a couple of complaints about people being upset that it's a Wi-Fi tournament, but like what other choice do you have? You know what I mean? Like where did what is this? Yeah. A lot of you those complaints I saw with like the soap series, the first critical tournament. Yeah. But I haven't really seen that as much with the quarantine series because people kind of accept, okay, we're doing this because of the quarantine, because of the the C word. Mm-hmm. You know, like it I feel like people are less upset about this since there really aren't other options at the time. Yeah, would you have, would you have tried to like run this if it wasn't for the coronavirus? Like would no. you have tried to like no, not at all. Mm. No uh, this this was right. exclusively a thought because ev- all the, it, it was what was the first tournament um, that got canceled or yeah uh, whatever was right after uh, CEO was, was it CEO Dreamland was the last event right so yeah so like there was town something that got canceled uh, and it clicked in my head that I was like oh shit town um, final saga maybe um, final saga I think it was I was talking to the people of Collision for an event. Okay. And then I was like, "Yeah, oh, canceled. Yeah. I was uh, gonna go to Coachella actually, and okay. then it was the same weekend of Collision. And then I was like, "Oh wait, Coachella just got canceled. I'll come to Collision." And then I was like, "Wait, why did it get canceled?" And then I start realizing, "Okay, maybe Collision's gonna get delayed too." And sure enough, it did. So it's just like. I don't know. It was it was some tournaments that just kept getting canceled. Planes kept getting canceled. And then I was like, all right, I want to do something because I have the tools and resources to because that's the only thing that really prevents people from doing things. So I would honestly, in a way, feel guilty if I didn't take advantage of the resources I have to give something back to the community at large. And that sounds like some frou-frou bullshit, but it really is true. Uh, on the on the uh, I guess on the tournament side of things, were you ever thinking about doing some version of a casual tournament? Because, you know, you are the casual yeah. master. <laughs> yeah, I will. Tournament right now. I wanted to. I still might sneak one in in the middle of the quarantine series. Mm-hmm. Just just for the hype. Yeah. Um, make it worth points. <laughs> that's the one thing. Like, I feel so bad. I was going to actually make a casual tournament. But then, like, when we started talking about the circuit idea, I was like, yeah, this makes much more sense and benefits the people who need it because I, I know there are a lot of people with like um, super cozy jobs or like mid-level players, mid-level casters who haven't like really fully committed to this or not able to. So I think we really wanted to target the top level players and casters throughout this series so we can assure that they still make income in this scary time. 
which mm-hmm. is like a hard threshold to draw because I never wanted to make it look like I'm picking favorites or anything. Right. It's just, right. yeah. It's, it's just like I we have the, all these tournaments and I'm going to try and spread the wealth as much as we possibly can. And that's hard. No, I mean, yeah. like it makes sense, though. Like your thought yeah. process is correct, because like the top echelon of commentators, you know, like me, D1, EE, we're all this is our job. Like we don't yeah. we don't go into an office during the week. We stream or we make content and stuff while like, you know, some of the lesser but still good commentators who haven't committed as much time. Still have jobs, Austin. I think you still have a job, right? You, I do not. No, uh, you, you did though. I did. I okay. left. All right. It, I was like, I you definitely did at some point. I left it in December. December was the last month I worked. So okay. All right. So I've are been, you? You're on the full time grind now. Yes. So right, I've been a terrible time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll get work for you guys. Don't worry. We're just trying to. To I think out. this next one's going to be bigger because if we can get more streams on deck, that means there are more casters that we can get to mm-hmm. pretty much pay right right and a lot of those fees will be taken from sponsors hopefully and realistically yes we're talking to a lot of people already but and we're just trying, trying to uh you're trying to stream every match right no god no oh okay sounds- it was it was very long like it was a very long tournament so i was like a 32 oh, man bracket yeah, the like 32 man bracket yeah we probably streamed over half of the sets okay but that's like a 32 man bracket when we're gonna yeah, have yeah. like a 2000 person <laughs> open bracket hell no it's not always an invitational then because like that was more of like an invitational Billy? deal yeah no yeah okay <laughs> that was just it was a show match if anything we were just okay, trying okay. to be like uh, hey everyone look at this top talent we have by the way we're hosting a circuit haha okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that's why, like, that was more of an investment from our end, because not only was it a fiscal investment, it was also a time investment of us getting everyone's eyes on this. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, all right. So here's another good, good question. So if, if the, you know, the quarantine gets worse, right, you know, we're still stuck in our house, I guess, after the four yeah. months, do you can plan to continue doing this or like, or make another one, a quarantine series two or what's up? Um, we haven't discussed anything like that. But as long, like, I don't really mind going in the red for something like this. As long as it's not anything abhorrent, I would be very open to doing, like, a second season of uh, online events. Mm-hmm. Especially if we can find more people to help us to kind of take the load off, off our backs. Because the easier it is to do, the more likely we are to do it again, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So I saw, I noticed that you guys have also given the uh, rights to VG Bootcamp for the uh, videos. Instead of them going on your own channel, uh, was there like a, a strategic reason behind that, or just you know? I know VG Bootcamp is like the biggest Smash YouTube. Yeah, it was it was kind of that because like we work with like other streaming company who like also require on tournament vods for income because you know they have staff, they have teams and whatnot. Yeah. So we would like to work because this is kind of a pipe dream. We're trying to round up um, in the next few weeks, but we want to get like different teams on for different events. So like if we can reach out to like attorney locator who like, okay, you stream this one and then you can upload the VODs on your own. Or if it's something like um, we can have multiple streams, we can have like a VGBC and, and like a T-Lock and you, they can have two streams up on top of ours, which means we now have four blocks for commentators at any given point. So eight casters going on. And that's, that's kind of how we're looking to spread the wealth. And but for VGBC, it was just kind of like, um, Gimmer reached out to me and I was like, Hey, do you want the VODs? Because God knows we're not going to do anything with them because neither me nor Critical have a spot on our channel for those. 
Okay. Yeah, um, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah so we just the videos too. Huh? They're lacking the videos too because they're not doing tournaments anymore. So that's yeah, really yeah. So that's kind of why we were trying to hand that over to them because it was more beneficial for them to have than us. And because also people look to VGBC for tournament vods, not alpha, right. rather critical. Right. And then when Gimmer started talking to us about like hosting Pound online and everything, so we decided to include that in the quarantine series circuit as well. Oh, okay. I didn't actually. I didn't know he was doing anything with that. Yeah, I thought he was online. Call it a day. Oh yeah, they'll be formally announced like tomorrow or today, I think. But I hope so. <laughs> we also it <actually laughs> during the quarantine series, so I think we're just rolling with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw that. You know, because I, I noticed that um, he has been doing Xanadu's online, and a lot of things mm -hmm. have, have gone online uh, recently, yeah. which well, is good. Just good. You know, it, it's unfortunate that I, that's the you know the landscape that we're in right now, but it, it's a way to keep people engaged in their favorite games. I mean, it's not even just Smash, too. I've seen uh, Grand Blue has had tournaments yeah. online, Tekken's had tournaments online, so mm -hmm. uh, for the, you know, foreseeable future, this is this is what we're doing, you know? And if, it's like, it's basically you're at this point where you're like, get with it or get home, because there's like nothing yeah. else you can do. You can't be like, oh, man, no one's running tournaments. It's time for me to run it, because no one's gonna fucking go. Like, that shit is <laughs> not gonna happen. So, oh, speaking of, if it does become over, do you would you ever like want to run your own national? Or I guess well, you have PG for that, so yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've always kind of wanted to, but running tournaments is fucking expensive. Yes, it's like yes. on on the like a good tournament is a couple hundred thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we, yeah we you talked about that on get... a, an episode before this too, because that we saw that yeah. one head ass tweet about why don't you just take the ten k and run a tournament? It's come on, ten k. Like what <laughs> yeah. is that, bro? <laughs> Dude, 10K in the big scheme is not a lot of money when you're trying to make moves. Like, right. 10K yeah. is like comfy living money. It's not good business money. Not at all. I mean, that's that's going to buy you like an hour in like <laughs> like a small convention center. Like, thanks, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can get like a booth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um. So I have thought about doing it because I always like... I think when I thought about hosting an event the most was in the Smash 4 days when everyone was complaining about, like, everything counts for the PGR. You can't take any tournaments off and stuff like that. So I kind of did want to put host, like, in a casual tournament with, like, items and shit, mm -hmm. but have it to where it's just, like, it, it can't count for the PGR because it's so bullshit, but actually get a pot on it so, like, people would take it relatively seriously. Yeah. But that's that's just... I don't know. Logistics are hard. Plus, I never really found found the time for it. I yeah, have started sense. considering it again for Ultimate, but I just haven't find found like people to host it with. I guess is my biggest thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's probably a little rough. I mean, I know that like PG has you guys have the TOs, you guys have like Dash and stuff yeah. and uh, and whatnot. But like, still, you know, just finding the right place and time and in resources. Yeah, time is a big thing. Yeah. Plus. Because no one really talks, you know, like events aren't public till they're public. And then you could actually accidentally announce something like if someone announces an event two weeks before you, but you've been planning it for six months longer, it, you know, people yeah. see it as the person who announced it first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was happening a lot with 2GG in the four days. So, yeah, they yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you host an event every first. month. What'd you say? Oh, I was saying that happened. That happened a lot with the Dragon Ball Fighters back when it first came out, because like everyone wanted to get the uh, the Sonic Vox versus Goichi match 
Oh yeah. yeah. So, like yeah, everyone yeah. was always getting those first attempts, so it happened like three times. Yeah, it was getting a little old. I remember. I was like, all right, I don't need to see it. Well, it's because they all planned it, and then they well, they just they started to go through with it, you know, even though it just happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. now it's like a first of 50 in like two weeks, and you're like, what the? Just happened here? <laughs> it just happened. So um, I guess uh, there, there was, I talked to um, Samurai Panda about something that Panda was doing. I don't know if that's public knowledge yet, but you're not, are you part of that? Is that, is that, the, is that the quarantine series, or is that something? What thing? Uh, uh talk later then. Never mind. Type it in chat. All right, let me hold on. Let me let me go back to my <laughs> it's gonna be very interesting for the YouTube. Like, what the fuck were they talking about? Yeah, like, is this public? <laughs> I don't know if it was public. Uh let me just uh I forgot his mm. actual his actual name. What is his first Alan? name? Alan. Alan. Yeah. There we go. Hmm. So, guys, this is what we in the industry call stalling. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> shout out to our sponsors. Uh, no, <laughs> just anyway. Hmm. Oh, the bamboo battles. Okay. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a public. noun. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you, that's something different, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's okay. just like a little weekly fun tournaments. Okay. And you're, yeah. and, but you're not. Are you a part of that, or? I mean. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a part of it, no. Okay. I mean, because I know like you're, I'm aware you know, you of it. So. Yeah. 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 My my interest with, not interest with Panda, but definitely I've been a little busier with um, my music, my own stuff, the quarantine series, and a completely unrelated project that I think I've told you about that will come out TM soon. I know. I mean, I know about the music project, but that that just came out. So you have yeah, another, just, oh, just you have an, oh, yeah. okay. I got it. I got it. Yeah, you remember? You remember? There's yeah. there's a big project behind closed doors. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we got some guys. If you haven't checked out uh, Fred's uh, music project, definitely do that. My uh, Tori and Deanna, my my girlfriend and her sister are part of the project as well. So if you guys yeah, like, they did backing vocals and killed it. Yeah. Here's some cool stuff as well as you know the rest of the community. Are, I know you were, were you working a lot with Johnny because. Uh, uh, that's all that Deanna has listened to since she's been back home. <laughs> no, she's she's kind of a, a rabid fangirl at this point. Yeah. But no, Johnny <laughs> is like my one of my closest friends since I was like 16, 17. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, so like that's how I know him. And then uh-huh. he kind of, I started doing YouTube. He kind of went off and major in fashion. So he's like this musical madman. And then I come back and I started wanting to do music again. So he really like helped me a lot. And he produced the album. Okay. And so... You know, he just kind of makes. <laughs> Sorry, is it Tori and Chasen? Do you call her oh. rabbit thing? I did. I did. <laughs> she knows it. <laughs> is he wrong? Yeah, I am not. She she's definitely in like the top one percent of Spotify listen artist notification. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's, but it's good music though, so I ain't mad. But no, I just, yeah, I've definitely heard it quite a bit. I'm like, damn, dude. Who, I'm always like, who was? The, I know who it is. Don't even have to yeah. ask anymore. No, no, Johnny's great. Ask. Yeah. Uh, it was crazy. So, okay, do you have any more? Uh, you got any more questions for him? Or I was like, gonna I'm, say it was crazy listening. My marks. I was just gonna ask you. It was crazy listening to you rap. In all honesty, like that 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 caught me a little bit off guard. It was I pretty was not, melodic. Yeah, uh, it, it was very. So let it be known for people listening to this out of context. <laughs> that is not my original music. He's referencing. <laughs> my friend, Family Jewels. Uh, he does like metal VG covers. And he uh, came out to Oklahoma because uh, his girlfriend, Adriana Figueroa, um, she is featured on one of the tracks on the album. And they were at PAX East. 
So they just stopped by Oklahoma on the way back and then went back to San Diego where they live. And um, so while, while we were there, we, they spent a week here. We just kind of hung out. And he was like, hey, if we could crank out like a cover, that would make my life so much easier. I'd stress a lot less. And we go, sure. So we started figuring out what song to do. So we did a Reach Out to the Truth by Persona by Persona 4 from Persona 4. <laughs> yeah. And we kind of try to make it a, a bit more interesting. Not more interesting. I think we try to... We had five musicians together who are all like fairly talented. And we tried to say, how can we make this work the most? So we try to play to our strengths. And um, Lotus Juice, who does like a lot of the rapping for uh, Persona 3 and whatnot. And in some like Persona 4 tracks, especially like I think he was in uh, the dancing soundtrack. Like we didn't want Adriana to do all the vocals. So they kind of threw me on the verse because it's just really rhythmic talking. It's not... Like that that is rapping if you boil it down, but it was just like so much spoken word more so than like rapping, I think, because I think those are actually very different things. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was so, just trying to say because like 21 pilots and then like two chains are two different. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. those are so <laughs> different. different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like the syncopation of it all also weird. Cause like I had to listen to the song because none of the lyrics really match the beat of the song. So it's like very hard to actually perform. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, so that that's the extent of me rapping. <laughs> I guess. All right. Some bars. You know what I'm saying? We got them in the channel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, quarantine series, man. You guys, uh, when's the next? Uh, when's the next? April episode? 18th is a minor tournament. And we're just breaking it up. Like, we're not going to try and make a convoluted A, B, C, S tier just because, like, that changes so frequently depending right. on the people. So we're just going to have arbitrarily smaller tournaments. So like, so this is a minor, and that's going to be on April 18th. And okay. we're just kind of saying, like, this has a smaller pot bonus than the majors might. And we're going to focus on them less, less. We might float top players in the majors just mm-hmm. to have some kind of difference. And I've always been pro float floating top players as far as tournaments go. Yeah. So, like, now we actually Ooh. have a tournament where we can float. So that's a pretty hot take, but... Yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> it's a hot subject, but no, I, told you, I think it just depends on which players are getting floated. Like, I don't want to float yeah. top fifty, but I would definitely float like top ten. Like, I mean, these guys are going to make yeah. it. Man, but. Yeah, if you float like the top sixteen C, I see no problem with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because so. I, I think the best thing a tournament do is have top players, and if you can incentivize them to stay one less day at your tournament, they're more likely to two days than three days. Mm-hmm. so if you can just get them out of day one entirely feel like that's kind of the feel like that's this i would want to travel to an event i could spend less time at if that makes sense yeah, yeah. I, it, it to me i think there was only one counter argument against that and but the thing is most top players are not getting upset not most almost no top players are getting upset in pools so yeah. to them that's just i don't know it's almost like a play your fans type deal <laughs> it is yeah. yeah they're like because you sit down with someone Oh, I'm probably gonna lose, and I'm like, come on. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Yeah, no, but like, no one feels good about winning at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, the, all right, who, who's your pool? Oh, I'm playing Pikachu Master five thousand, whatever. And then if I beat him, I get to play MK Leo. It's like you're not, not even like I get to beat or I get to try dude, my hand. Yeah. Like you know, you're losing. Back in the day, like in the Oklahoma Melee Discord, um, someone, one a Puff main was had to play Armada in winners round one of Evo pools. And then like, you know, everyone sees that and goes, damn, someone had to. Yeah. But well, there's one guy in the Oklahoma Melee Discord. It's like, 
okay, well, how, how much Puff experience does he really have? Only HBox. I mean, okay, it's good to be optimistic. It is. Yeah, but he, he goes, yeah. And then... Eh, it, it's it like, was just it's HBox, though, you know? He's, like, literally yeah. the only person that will ever hit top eight with Puff. Like, so... He knows HBox, <laughs> not me. <laughs> like, well, I'll hit him yeah, with he knows HBox. Low level tricks. I'm different, bro. No, and but... Good. He took two stocks in the match because I, I think Armada blind picked Peach and just went with it because it's Peach Puff. Matchup's hard. Mm-hmm. And he still, like, he took two stocks and then he was, then that guy posted, I was like, yes, I knew he could almost win. Like, if he took two stocks this game, next time he gets the download and they play, he's going to take four stocks. And I was just like, where is this blind optimism coming from? I need I need that level of optimism in my oh, life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Life's depressing right now. God, I need It that. really is, you know. But if I could be that optimistic about taking two stocks out of a four-stock game, you did 50% of the work, and you're now believing that. <laughs> and if you look at the results, you got zero. Yeah, if you look at the, the, the actual bracket, it's like That's zero a swift 2-0. Two, yeah. It was close, though. It was <laughs> You know he said that. It was close, though. Yeah, I got two stocks. Close, close, though. You, got, you got two stocks. No, but the, right. uh, the argument for the the floating um, on the opposite side, a lot right. of people are uh, the people that are against it are the ones that like the spirit of the free yeah. open bracket that the FGC and Smash was raised upon. That like you mm-hmm. could everyone is on the same level field. There's no one gets special treatment. So there's like that argument that people will yeah. bring up towards I that. I think it depends on the game. I think it depends on the consistency mm-hmm. of the game because I don't yeah. think I was pro floating in like Smash 4 because that game was wildly <laughs> inconsistent. Wow. Most definitely. Yeah. Like in Ultimate, even though we've had like upsets here and there, we've never had even cl- close to a bracket like Civil War. And that's just like the most extreme example. Like there are several tournaments. Like think about the CEO when like um anti one mm-hmm. like that grand finals was anti zenodo yeah and all uh, the top players were there yeah false false i think false even got in the top eight too so yeah he like, did yeah, his, it was, uh, yeah it was he played some anime song i remember that yeah yeah but the, the consistency for ultimate is definitely a lot higher uh yeah definitely. it makes sense to me uh you know how floating work i think that it really depends it's, it's a time and place thing not every tournament needs yeah. to be a float a floated situation like if evo decided to float their top players out of the round one pools i'd be like all right whatever that makes sense you still have to play through pools again anyway yeah um but if yeah, nothing know, crazy just like two round two yeah but like yeah. if SmashCon did it like people are there to play most of the people yeah. are like there to play their favorite top players in any way they can so i'm yeah. sure like even if they know they're gonna lose they're still like, oh shit, I get to play Nairo round two, or I get to play Leo round two, or whatever. So you can't really float over there. So it yeah, really I is think a, it's time a time and place thing. thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, they could Let's... even strike like a happy compromise, like, hey, we'll float you if you happen to do like a, a meet and greet type thing. Like, I don't know how crazy that would be because that feels like too many asterisks by it, but like there's <laughs> yeah. definitely yeah. things to do. Yeah. So, guys, uh, as I said, man, that's the one half the owner and the creator of Quarantine Series. We got a lot of good questions for us. Also, you didn't have anything else, right? I don't want to cut you uh, off. No, I'm good. Yeah. He, okay. He Do you have anything else you want to say to the people about uh, Quarantine Series that I may have not asked you myself, Alfred? Uh, registration for the first minor event is up right now. Um, okay. If you just go on the Quarantine Smash GG place or the page, we have all the events lined up. We're just going to keep adding a tr- uh, bracket to register as the circuit progresses. So if you want to just go through and register right now, you're more than welcome to. 
And if you're watching this months later, the registration might still be up for whatever major is currently active as long as it's not past like August 2020 or something. Yeah, we're gonna be quarantined until 2025, man. It's gonna be a different. Oh, God, please, <laughs> it's be a different no. <laughs> no. But what's going crazy to think? We might have like one or two DLC characters come out by the time we get to play in tournaments again. Yeah, I mean, that's, I feel like now people actually have a chance to to really lab and not complain about shit that they're, you know, yeah. Yeah, so if I can add one thing, like I think it's so crazy how players like Cosmos are using this period to swap between Inkling and Pikachu. Like he already was, but now is like the best time to focus on a new main. Right. Yeah, because I mean, you you have all the time in the world to just kind of practice. Uh, and your results the matter. off season. It's the off yeah. season. Here it is. No, that faded off season. That fabled off season <laughs> that we've been asking for forever until the conversation actually came up and everyone. God, like, you learn to be careful what you wish for. Yeah, and now here we are, the the most off of seasons right now. This is this is a rough outing. I don't know, actually. I don't have a time estimate of how long this can last. I mean, it really is up to the to the doctors and scientists and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I have seen a lot of scientists claim it's going to be like a seasonal thing, hmm. and so like they might just like get a vaccine for it, which means that it it will likely come back again. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was like late summer, fall, and then. We take the same precautions in spring. But again, you know, like I'm not a professional in this is going off what I've heard and read. Yeah. And then, you know, just because you had it once, you're not immune to having it again. So like right. there's a lot of scary precautions. There's that you so have much to take up in, in the air. Yeah. 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 I think for the tournament folks, it's definitely like what we're all banking on now is that like yeah. will Evo get canceled or not? Like I think that's I the think one that everyone's so. looking at now. And yeah, yeah I think it, I think it, I got canceled and mm -hmm. uh I mean, it's if Evo gets canceled, I, I'm thinking like the next three months after that, pretty much you might as well just go ahead. Bro, and like, poor Graham Blue, dude. Like, it just came yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough out here for gaming, yeah. man. Graham Blue, they're going to have like a beast of a player base as soon as the game goes to land. Yeah. That's probably yeah, the I mean, most rehearsed the first good, major dude. will ever be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, and they're, they're getting like really good DLC as well. So whenever that finally pops off, it's going to be like a 100% completed game. I mean, it's a completed game now, but they're getting even more shit. Yeah. Uh, whilst we're in quarantine, you have nothing to do but to lab. So that's going to be a very mm -hmm. fierce first tournament. Yeah. That's uh, what I'm saying. When that comes out. Yeah. But guys, as I said, this hard reads. Uh, thank you for joining us, Alfred. Thank you for giving us your, your, your time to come and yeah, talk to us about the quarantine series. Yeah, I really appreciate it, man. Else. And uh, if you guys uh, are tuning into the end of the episode, this will be on YouTube. Uh, by the end of tomorrow at the very least. Uh, this will be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. So make sure you look out for that if you missed any part of the conversation. I'm TK Breezy. This is Alfred. That's Austin. You guys have a good night. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.